The following podcast may be unsuitable for children or more sensitive listeners and may contain explicit language. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Hey, you're listening to It's All True. I'm your host, Tim Barnes, and in each episode, I chat with a guest and ask them to reveal their own headline for a funny, personal, true story. This week, you'll hear my conversation with comedian Felonious Monk. You may remember him as a commentator on the late, great nightly show with Larry Wilmore. Cut to. (laughs) Cut to. Cut to hundreds of years later. We talk about how he connects activism with comedy. Are you supposed to be funny or... Is this a dissertation? He tells a story about an adorable baby. And I went, oh my God, she's getting so big. And as soon as I said that, she started crying. And we even have a surprise guest. All of this coming up. But first, let's hear Felonious Monk on the It's All True stage. Headline. Police are killing young black men because of a condition called Negrophobia. Black people call that racism. Uh, I didn't know what it was because, first of all, I haven't heard Negro since 1968, and I wasn't born until 72. So I Googled it. Now, I know a little bit about Latin. I'm not going to be an idiot. I know a little Latin. I know, like, arachnophobia means you're afraid of spiders, right? Like, I know that that's stupid. You shouldn't be afraid of spiders. You can step on spiders. Way more spiders die at the hands of human beings then human beings die at the hands of spiders every year. It's silly. I know what claustrophobia is. You're scared of small spaces, which is stupid because all you have to do is go You're not gonna die in a closet. But negrophobia scared me a little bit more because I was like, well, I think maybe they talking about me. So I looked it up and sure enough, they're talking about me. What they're saying is that people have a fear of black people based on conditioning and the media, which I'm a part of, which scares the hell out of me. And I said, why would they be scared of black people? So I turned on Fox News because I figured they would know. (laughs) I was absolutely right. Fox News said that 50% of all homicides committed in the United States of America are committed by black people, specifically young black men. And I went, that can't be true. So I Googled it. Uh, That's true, people. That one is true as hell. Kind of messed me up. So I had to Google some more because nobody wants to end it on. Now, that's true. I know this is all true, but not that. But here's what I found out. Black people do commit 50% of homicides. Most of them are killing our damn selves. Then I found out that Asians commit over 80% of their homicides against other Asians, Latinos against other Latinos, and whites commit 83% of their homicides against other white people. And that means that you are seven times more likely to be killed by him than by me. And I say that, Beth. To say, if you see me walking down the street in Wicker Park at 2 o'clock in the morning, don't clutch your purse. It makes it really difficult to snatch your shit and run. That's what I'm going to do. I'm absolutely going to steal your purse. 
I'm gonna leave y'all on this. It's really cool to be on this show because generally when I'm at a show, uh, I am the scariest black person there. And here, that is not true. I am medium threat level black. Tim clearly is the no threat level black. <laughs> no one is afraid of Tim at all. There is an elderly white woman who's going, him, I'll kick his ass. <laughs> That was comedian Felonious Monk at an It's All True live show in October of 2015. I wanted to hear more from him about what my level of blackness is. I think of myself as a as like a like a gateway drug for, for <laughs> gateway, black friends. You're you know gateway what I mean? black? Yeah. Yeah. You're like black people light. Use, yeah, yeah, I'm the gateway to a really black friend. You like regular yeah. weed black? It's like me and then you. Yeah. You know? Ah there's a couple steps a in couple between. Steps. Okay, what's yeah. like you would be black like celebrities, what's you the would be like seventies weed uh black. Like seventies uh-huh. weed was like really good, but you could smoke a lot of it. Like they would give you two fingers for ten dollars. Uh, well I was born in nineteen eighty nine. So See what I mean? Know. So like you are like that's not the new weed, you couldn't even deal with that. <laughs> so I'm more like heroin. Like I uh-huh. I won't kill you necessarily, but okay. probably yeah. Uh, are you from Chicago? You are. You existed on the internet before I ever. I am. Met you. I was born on the internet. You. You merely where you, embraced. Where, where are you from? You merely embraced the internet. Yeah. yeah. I was born into it. <laughs> Molded by it. I lived between New Jersey and Virginia um, for the first forty years of my life, and I moved here in nineteen in two thousand thirteen. That's how old you are. We usually nineteen. Whoa! Wow. Uh, I moved here in 2013. Because I remember I, uh, I interviewed Wyatt Sinek on the show before. That's and- that's unnecessary. Why, there's absolutely no reason for you to make the Wyatt Sinek connection. No, well, no, no one making, in here was thinking that. No, I'm not do- making the connection. I'm saying I was, twe- you know, I was tweeting about the episode. I was trying to get it out on social media. Fair. And someone posted because he had just had like his Netflix special come mm. out, and they're like, "I've never seen Felonious and Wyatt in the same room before," and that's when I first saw. Your Twitter page, and I looked at your Twitter page, and I couldn't tell. It said comedian, but everything was like super social activisty. Mm-hmm. And I looked up your stand-up, and it still seemed a little super activisty. <laughs> super activisty. So, so what happened was, um, I I started doing stand-up because I was a huge fan of George Carlin, Bill Hicks, uh, Richard Pryor, those type of guys. Is that and, one person? Uh, yes, that is yeah. one. Uh, George Pryor hyphen. Yeah. George Pryor Hicks is a. Uh, he's from Peoria, Illinois. New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> no, I started doing comedy because I, I thought that the best way for me to say a lot of the stuff that was in my head was to make it funny because I, I found that people are really aggressive when they disagree with you. Uh, Sui Park, for example, death threats. I never get those because I have a punchline. It's it, maybe or 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 because I have a beard and they don't know if I'll kick their ass like that. <laughs> that's always part of the equation. Like women yeah. traditionally get way more offensive responses to the stuff that they do than I do. But honestly, the reason I started doing comedy was because I wanted to have a point and a punchline. And I thought if I could blend those two, I was set. I was wrong because <laughs> all I've done is confuse people. People are like, are you supposed to be funny or? Yeah. Is this a dissertation? Or are you? <laughs> but what's that world like? What is that fine line between that? There's, I don't know. I pee on the line. I like. I, <laughs> like the thing is, there are no rules, right? Like we're all yeah. trying to we're trying to stay inside this this little box, but there are no rules, man. Like huh. you could be as funny as you want to be, and I write every joke that I write for me. Like I've never thought to myself, well, the people get this. I don't care. <laughs> 
I don't. I, I hope you do. Well, I like that you say the people. The people, because that's yeah. what I call you. You are the people. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? I mean you yeah. people. But what I like, because I mean uh, white people. No, I mean. <laughs> 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 oh, that felt good to say in a room full yeah. of white people. Ah, it feels so good. Hate me now. We'll be right back with more It's All True after the break. And when we return, you'll hear a special white Twitter update from comedian Eric Niewerowski and Felonious Monk's funny true story. Hey, It's All True listeners. If you're in New York, there will be a special live taping of the It's All True podcast September 22nd at Union Hall. I'll be joined with special guests including Roy Wood Jr. of The Daily Show and Robin Thede of The Nightly Show. Tickets are $7 pre-sale and $10 the day of, so don't miss it. Visit unionhallny.com. Welcome back to It's All True. I'm your host, Tim Barnes, and this episode was recorded at a live show in 2015. At that show, I asked comedian Eric Niewerowski to give me an update on what's happening on white Twitter. Here's what he found. Breaking news. Tim, I've been on the phone in the back combing uh, white Twitter, or as we just call it, Twitter. Really, what's the real take that you've taken about all these levels of Twitter? Yes, Tim, it's not like uh, a seasoned journalist like myself to interject my own opinion, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. Guys, what I've learned? Sure. Black Twitter matters. White Twitter matters. Or as I like to think, all Twitter matters. No, no, no. Oh, oh, we have an inconsolable woman uh, coming to the stage. Tim, uh, help out. Um, uh, this is Suey Park. She created famous hashtags, cancel Colbert, and not your Asian sidekick. Never what heard do you? Of her. Okay, yeah. Well, apart from using Twitter, I'm also a comedic writer and an activist, but both of those things are debatable. Uh, two questions for you. Uh, question one, you don't have to answer now. What Twitter do you identify with, and how do we cure racial disparities on Twitter? Well, I have learned the hard way through Cancel Colbert that we can't be too extreme. Um, And I've made a lot of sense of my experiences, because when hundreds and thousands of people are telling you that you can't take a joke, It really hits hard. I had death threats, and I had rape threats, and it was really hard for me to find the confidence to come here tonight. And I want to show you all how resilient I am by virtue of the fact that I'm here tonight, and I still can't take a joke. Uh, Interesting stuff, Sui. And uh, so what Twitter do you identify with? Um, So you're saying I'm Asian. I'm I'm not saying anything. Well, I'm not on white Twitter, I'm not on black Twitter, but I do have to say that although I am a comedic writer and an activist, I've only failed at one of those things. I think because of my work, I have made Asian American women so much less desirable to white men. (laughs) And and I think you all owe it to me for ending the Asian fetish. (laughs) That's not funny, please don't laugh. I interviewed Suey Park a while back on the podcast. If you'd like to hear more of her interview, check out It's All True, episode 31. 
In each edition of the show, I ask my guests to reveal a headline for a funny personal true story. This week's guest is comedian Felonius Monk, and his story actually involves Eric Niewerowski, who you just heard in the last segment, back when they were co-workers at a TV station. Here's his headline. It is called <clears throat> Racist Baby or White Guilt Run Amok. Racist Baby mm-hmm. or, or White, white guilt, guilt Run, run Amok. All right, so um, like I said earlier, I was born in 1989, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure what run amuck means. I don't know that you being born in 1989 <laughs> excuses you from not knowing words, sir. Uh, run amuck is, uh, it's gone crazy, like okay. uh, girls gone wild. Are you familiar it with that? It can be called girls run amuck. Nope, nope, I, w- I would say white guilt uh-huh. gone wild. Okay. So we got a racist baby on our hands. Wow, maybe. What, okay, when are, where are we? What time period? We're, we're in 2015, modern day America. Okay. And Eric yeah. Niewerowski has this adorable little girl. She is like amazing. Like there's, I don't have a joke about his daughter and not huh. because I'm being politically correct. She's just a great kid. Yeah. He has an adorable white uh, baby. He does have an adorable, he has an adorable white baby. Uh, she is extremely white because his wife is from Scotland. And that's about as white as the, like that's, you know what I mean? Like that's as yeah. white as you can get without being like Caucasus Mountains white. That's, yeah. that's white as hell. <laughs> like if you hear her talk, you're like, okay, you're like one of the first ones, huh? <laughs> you from where they make white people. That's what's up, okay. The motherland. Motherland of white. Um, <laughs> and so they have this adorable baby and across the street from where we film, there's a Whole Foods, which is also extremely white. Now that I'm thinking about this story. <laughs> Scientists could definitely find all lives matter. They could find all lives matter in that place. So I walked over to get uh, uh, coffee or tea or whatever I was getting that day. And as I'm walking out, I see Eric, his wife, and adorable white baby. And so I speak to his wife, because I don't really like Eric. And... Not true. I really like Eric. I just like making him uncomfortable. His nipples are warm right now. I uh, <laughs> uh, no, but I spoke. I spoke to his wife, and and I looked at his daughter, and I went, "Oh my God, she's getting so big!" And as soon as I said that, she started crying. Now, I immediately thought because at the time I still had my afro. Mm-hmm. Uh, I immediately thought, oh my God, my hair is crazy and it's scaring her. So I tried to cover my beard and she mm. stopped crying for a second, right? Okay. But I'm watching Eric and his wife's face and they're both turning like beet red. <laughs> As and if I'm, this isn't the first time it's they're happened. They're like, oh God, she's doing it again. She is <laughs> She did it to the guy outside who was selling the magazines and now him, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And so I stand there for a second with my beard covered. She stops crying for a second. And then I try to do peekaboo because I've never met a kid who doesn't smile at peekaboo, right? But to do peekaboo, instead of me being smart and using my other hand to cover my eyes, I take the hand off my beard and put it over my eyes. And she starts crying again. (laughs) 
But you're doing you're doing like uh, like a series of tests. I'm doing a series of tests. If it's well, the... no, I'm just trying to keep her from crying because babies crying bothers okay. everyone. Like if if a baby crying doesn't bother you, you're a demon. Like what's wrong? What, what, does <laughs> it bother you? Immediately, you don't think race is a factor. But I haven't I haven't considered it. Okay. I go back to my desk, minding my business. I've I've forgotten the episode entirely. Yeah. I am I'm working on my piece. Eric comes in in a rush. Walks over to my desk, leans in, and starts whispering, which is unnecessary because no one can hear him, right? <laughs> and he says, hey, I just want you to know, after you left, this adorable black girl walks in. She has the most beautiful pigtails, and her and Annabelle played, and then they hugged before she left. So it wasn't you, it was your beard. <laughs> We need to test how true that story is either. That sounds like definitely something you make up on the spot to be I, like. I asked him immediately after, I said, are you telling me that your zero year old child has a black friend? Because <laughs> that makes it worse. That makes it way worse. And so that is the story of yeah. the racist baby or white guilt run amok. So yeah. Awesome, my daughter has a black friend. We should have called it, my daughter has a black friend. <laughs> My daughter does not have any black friends, which is oh. really awkward. Well, I've been there. You know, she'll, she'll grow. Your daughter has a... Yeah. Oh, you used to not have any black friends. Well, you know... Are we friends, Tim? And that's the show. If you dug it, be sure to subscribe to It's All True in iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Acast, and any other podcatcher that you use. For more info on Felonius, follow him on Twitter at Felonius underscore Monk. If you'd like to be more help, support the It's All True with Tim Barnes Patreon page. Patreon is a service that helps make art better. Special thanks to Felonius, Suey Park, Eric Niewerowski, Matt Byrne, who produced the live show that you just heard, and Freddie Nunez for creating our kick-ass theme. I'd also like to introduce you to It's All True's new live show producer, Rob Schulte, who will be helping record the live show coming up next week. My Twitter handle is TimBarnes451, and you can follow the show at All True Podcast. This is Tim Barnes signing off saying, I believe in you.